thought I'd take the opportunity to speak. Mm, yes, please do. Um, I seem to be waiting for something mm-hmm. to to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my mind, in mm-hmm. my inner self, you know. Although Can you hear in the back region? Okay. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Yeah, I seem to be here waiting, waiting for something. And not trying to find anything, but waiting for something, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what it is that I'm waiting for mm-hmm. at all. But I'm quite happy about that as well. Yeah. yeah. So the last aspect of that is very important. The, the, feeling of comfort, feeling of uh, happy, uh, busy waiting. Generally speaking, heart, mind and body feels relatively at ease and comfortable. Some of the time. Mm. Yeah, I'd say generally. generally. <coughs> sometimes there's confusion, sometimes there's, um, you know, all kinds of doubts and yeah. all kinds of stuff going on in my mind, yeah. But it seems to slowly get, you know, calmer and quieter yeah. with time. Good to hear. And I seem to have been in and out of this state many times before mm. as well. Sure. And maybe what I'm talking about is wait, waiting for something else that isn't sort of in and out of this yeah. state. Alright. Yeah. Good, 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 good. So, uh, um, meditation and the mindfulness can bring us to a place of enough calmness and steadiness, feeling happy, comfortable uh, with that. Then the lingering sense that the abiding within is some um, waiting. Is there any intimation, any indication of what you might be waiting for? Either it's something I've felt before, Mm -hmm. or it's something that could be more permanent than that, because if it's something I've felt before, then it wasn't a permanent state. Mm. And and also, if it's something I felt before, then it would be something that I'm trying to find again. Yeah. Which was only at that point in time. Yeah. So there has to be something, maybe that I haven't, you know, felt before. Mm. So in the past, we can have a range of experiences with the feelings that go with them. These feelings and experiences uh, come and pass from us. There's a certain um, recognition of their changeable nature. Then there is a stillness and an abiding. There's some waiting and some intimation in the waiting is something which is 
more permanent in the family. Something which isn't coming and going, isn't changing. But, and it's a very important um, aspect here, but since all the feelings that we have, all of them, keep changing, they can be completely new ones, they can be old ones that come back again, all of them can uh, keep on uh, changing. Do you have, in the waiting, something which is established and permanent, do you have to rely on a feeling to know it? Unless there's something which is, you know, outside of feeling itself. Mm. But then that would be some kind of feeling as well, you know. I mean, I just seem to have experienced, you know, these states of being liberated from or free from maybe feeling or certain Mm. feelings. Mm -hmm. But then that becomes another state in itself which can't stay, you know, mm-hmm. and then even if it maybe is a freedom from feeling or yeah. from certain things that are going on at the time, then once that's passed, then there's this sort of um, memory you trace of that as being a freedom, but it's gone. Right. And there's no point looking for the same one because the, the time is gone, the time has changed. And right. So. Put it in a slightly uh, different way. There's some sense of uh, awareness and presence. Different kind of feelings come and go. Sometimes the feelings indicate to us some feeling of, say, being caught up or stuck or trapped. Sometimes the feelings which arise for us give us the feeling of being much more free, give us a different sense of things. So the feelings that we experience do tend to tell us quite a lot about how we are or where we are in the moment. Feeling more free, sometimes feeling less free, sometimes feeling very unfree. So the feeling whisper, they intimate, they give uh, and reveal a lot. But because of their changing face, their changing characteristics, we can't completely rely on them. Whether they're new, old, familiar, unfamiliar, or whatever. So, if one wasn't waiting for a feeling, nor waiting for a new feeling, what would be worth waiting for?
ตนาอัตนาเมื่อตัวดีตัวเอกนอ another way how do you know that what you're waiting for hasn't already arrived I don't know that at all and you know I often think that just the point of you know thinking that I'm waiting for something separates me from ah. the fact that it's, it's probably not going to be any different to what's around anyway you're right all right and you know I'm aware of that but at the same time it's, it's kind of never not never but it's really perfect you know at that time yeah the way that I see the world yeah <clears throat> and the times that I have seen it as being perfect or that I'm not waiting for anything to mm. happen that's a transient time mm-hmm. as well so put it slightly the points are good slightly different way <coughs> When there is waiting, there are many good qualities can be present. They can be patient and allowing, etc. And a certain uh, innocence and humility. I can't force myself to get to something else, especially if I don't really know what it is. I don't know what direction to go in. So. In the self, there's a, a patience and a humility, but the waiting, as you said, makes for a gap between the one who is waiting and that which one is waiting for. One doesn't know where to go with the waiting because one doesn't know what one's waiting for. But the waiting, the mind, is in a condition, and it makes the gap. What would it be for you to forget the waiting? To say, there's some conviction. There's really nothing to wait for. The mind is making a separation between something other and the mind, and therefore making a gap of waiting. Well, then I just wouldn't be waiting. You wouldn't be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which would be a big difference, yeah. <laughs> Very big difference. But there'd still be something about to happen as well. So the feeling is from within. First, there's waiting. If I stop the waiting or I let go of the waiting, then something would happen. What would it be to let go of the waiting? Have no interest in the waiting because it makes a, a gap and also have no interest for something to happen 
truly no interest. I don't know how to answer that. <coughs> I mean, then, you know, there probably wouldn't be much at all going on in my mind. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> there'd be no wasting, and there'd be nothing at all going on in your mind because one's given up any hope for something to happen. So, no wasting. No expectation, no anticipation of anything whatsoever to go on in the mind. Where does that leave things? Well, it's no different apart from there's nothing going on in the mind. Right. True. No different, and apart from nothing going on in the mind. What's the significance of no difference? It's true. No difference. No difference. This moment, no difference. In the last moment, no difference. In the moment before, because there's no waiting and nothing going on in the mind. And even if there is, so what? What's the significance that there's no difference? Yeah. Or that there's nothing to wait for? Alright, well, there's or nothing to wait for. Nothing to change. Mm-hmm. And nothing to try to find mm-hmm. yeah. if that were the, you know, if that were the state yeah. Yeah. So there's no, nothing to wait for nothing to try to find nothing to expect and whatever's going on in the mind something or nothing just something or nothing going on in, in the mind What is the way for that to be sent really, really deeply? I think that's the question I was trying to ask to mm. begin with, really. Yeah. Yes, which I'm not sure of. So, in all this activity that goes on in our inner life, and all that doesn't go on you say, oh I want something to happen hmm? so there's all that's going on and then the mind comes up and says well, I'm waiting for something to happen so then I'll have something new that will go on in my mind and then perhaps that will really make a difference but what's new going on in our mind also fades it might be helpful and insightful and beneficial and then that fades, and then something old or something new again comes. If 
we're very clear about it. If we say, well, let's just these movements and waves and experiences going on. What is it that makes it that very clear? What reveals all this activity going on in the mind? Something which is present, sometimes it's waiting, sometimes what we're waiting for brings new experiences, and something keeps making all that clear. Well, only knowing that mm-hmm. could, you know, getting to know that better could make it clearer. Yeah, alright, ah, okay. So there's some, whatever, element, you might say, of knowing. And this knowing helps to make clear whatever's going on. Recall, something's going on, nothing's going on, <coughs> waiting's going on, the knowing. Could it be that the knowing is what you've been waiting for? It could be, yeah. What's valuable about this knowing? That one can know what's going on in the mind. What's going on in the inner life. Well, there, there would be not um, thrown around by the rest of things that are going on. Alright, okay. So, sometimes, with that, there can be a knowing which is uh, steady, which is clear about what's going on in the mind, sometimes. Quite often people will say, I'm very clear that my mind is unclear. I know, I don't know. So there's an element of knowing which makes things stand out. Mm. What else does this knowing reveal? What else does it show? What does it tell us? Perhaps that we don't really know anything in this, you know, in as absolute knowledge. You know, do you know what I mean? As knowing something as an absolute truth. Yeah. All right. That 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 is not what this knowing it actually is. (laughs) So everyday mind says, "I know about this." Know, know about that, but everyday knowledge can't really know what this is, what this is, or whatever. So there's a certain knowing which helps to make this clear, helps to make clear how little we know about anything. What anything else? that the knowing shows. I'm not looking for one specific answer. 
it, it shows what we know, it shows how much we don't know. And what we know about life is a tiny little bit compared with what we don't know. We are really innocent abroad in, in this existence. This knowing also reveals other. What else does it reveal? I can't answer that. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't. No, no, thinking won't do it. The knowing will. Mm. When you say, oh, I can't think of it. Dharma language, the knower, the the mind has just started up. The thoughts have just started up. Um, no, there's no point trying to think of a good answer. No, absolutely. Like it is hopeless. That's right. I think I'll let someone else come up with that answer. Right. So, just to re, re- we can uh, close here, but just to uh, reflect a, uh, a little bit. There's the inner life which is going on. And sometimes it's in the mode of certain feelings, experiences, like you say, come and go. It's in the mode of waiting, waiting for something. It's in the mode of uh, new feelings and thoughts or experiences uh, coming and coming to pass. And a key element of bridge, we might even say, is knowing. We can know what we know, and we can know that we don't know. And this uh, knowing helps us to be clear about the state and the condition of mind. Helps us to show how innocent we are in this world. The same knowing also reveals more than that. And what it reveals is found in the knowing. Not found in the mind, not found in the thought, not found in new feelings and new experiences. in the nature of the knowing. So, what is it called? A yani, one who knows, or one who sees. So you're not referring or implying to anything in particular? No, no. Just whatever that is yeah. within that? Yeah. In the very nature of the knowing. and that will end the gap between the waiting and what is waited for. And that will allow all the varieties of feelings and thoughts to come and pass in their usual way. But you won't be reliant on a feeling to confirm something. It's a knowing. Thank you. Thank you.
So we have two or three minutes here in silence, and then I'll say anyone, and then another person may wish to come. Um, I wanted to inquire a little bit more about what we spoke about mm. this morning. In the um, group. Mm, in the group, yeah. yeah please do. A lot of what you said on the retreat has, has you know, made uh, impressions and mm. yeah. whatever. Let's just speak a little louder. Okay. <laughs> um, well, over the years of practice, um, have been experiences that have changed things. Yet suffering is still still arise. Mm-hmm. And this thing about ending the path. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Very good idea. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And um, it's um so the the awareness. Um, the awareness seems like the important yeah. aspect. Um, so it's been seen that that essentially I'm not the body, not mm-hmm. the mind, not mm-hmm. the thought, yeah. not any of these things. And so the question, you, uh, what you were intimating, as far as I could see, is this awareness mm. that liberation is the revealing of this awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Which reveals itself in its own time. Yeah. Not through any. There's nothing that that I exactly. can do mm-hmm. to affect that really like that yeah. revealing in any way mm. other than perhaps maybe perhaps getting out of the way yeah. even if I maybe I can't even do that no so there's a dilemma there yeah <laughs> <Go on>. um, <laughs> so what to do huh. All right. we talked about we talked about meditation yeah we talked about I mean, I can generate, or at least, very pleasant states. Mm. Absence of thought, yeah. bliss, all of that kind of stuff. Which is not really... <laughs> we're not really getting anywhere. No. So, no. over to you. No. I'll try to give um, a little praise to what you just said. And then... We'll, we'll explore further. In the general uh, summary, that with the power of the observation and the meditation, as you pointed out, one of the features of beginning to see clearly is seeing all aspects of one, oneself more clearly. Therefore, seeing bodily life much more as bodily life, as you said, rather than as me. 
seeing the feelings and the emotions the various uh, thoughts come and go and they're all objects of interest therefore what's the object is not me it's something I can observe, something I can be aware of, I can describe, I can talk about so a feature of the practice is not any withdrawal or detachment from what is but the seeing clearly as it were begins to reduce the power of the eye in its form bodily life is organic life, feelings are feelings, thoughts are thoughts, states of mind are states of mind then we say what's revealing all of this? what's making this rather clear? and okay, there is the element of awareness which making it clear sometimes we say oh it's becoming clear to me so then, then the I and me has made itself awareness oh, I am getting much more clear about what's going on mm-hmm. more precisely the awareness is more, more clear just that the I has come up and regarded itself as awareness or regarded itself as consciousness or as mindfulness so sometimes the eye arises on the object thought, emotion and body sometimes it arises in the awareness I am aware we say, yeah. I am conscious, mm. conscious so the eye keeps landing in different places mm. yeah. the sense of self and the sense of self right. exactly is formed through what it lands on yeah. or lands in yeah. so, practice begins to help make that much much more clear yeah. the knowing and the uh, wisdom and the understanding is invaluable is extremely uh, important essential feature of all of this but as I read in that first quote last night Spiritual practice, amongst the list of things, isn't just a wisdom. Not just to be wise about body as body, feelings as feelings, etc. So, if there is anything that one tries to do, it then makes another kind of gap, like you've been hearing previously. And as you pointed out in our group meeting today, even the idea of meditation makes the gap yeah. it makes the gap between meditation and non-meditation yeah. to say between being here and being there it makes the idea oh I'm going to the, medi- to the meditation hall yeah. to meditate yeah. so it then produces the feeling as you said in the group of I and meditating yeah. uh, there so that gives a little solidity to mm. the self yeah. to land in yeah. I am meditating yeah. and all the views I a good meditation I'm getting near, I'm getting further and there's someone doing a technique and there's someone doing a method and, and someone doing yeah. a technique so all of that is giving too much significance to meditation mm to method and technique so mm-hmm. 
all of that's got to be treated from when you're speaking, so to speak, much more likely. Mm. It's as though mm. one is doing a little bit of housework, got some scaffolding called meditation method and technique to give a little bit of support to consciousness. Mm. We want scaffolding around their consciousness all their life. Mm. Yeah? Get rid of the scaffolding. Mm. Get rid of all the support system. So forget method, forget technique, forget form, forget meditation, forget it all. Mm. Alright. Now where are you? Mm. Well there's, there's a couple of things that come up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I guess I've got quite attached to being to meditating in a sense yeah, yes. over the years. I mean, it's been a lot of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dedicated yoga. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's a you know giving that up. That that's that's an uh, issue. So, yeah. but that's okay. I can I can. I can I can deal with that. Mm. Um, Remember the Buddha said, you know, I, I did it. Maybe this, when I did this book of daily quotes, uh, random. I made it January the first. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's all these teachings, mm. and not for meditation. He said it. Mm. And meditating friends tend to forget this. It's not for meditation. It's not, oh, in this case, not the word of samadhi, not for meditative concentration. So, not even for wisdom, like I just spoke to you about. So, this awareness, yes. over the years, mm. has become strong, a stronger aspect yes. of the whole experience. Beautiful. And, do it, you know, meditation, yes. Seems, yes, at least, yes. seems to be part of that pr- process. It is. I agree. Right. I agree. Okay. So, so it's important at some. It's important up to a point. Right. And you're at the point where it should no longer be important. Okay. So then, what I've been doing quite a lot is just sitting, mm. sitting in my room, mm-hmm. just looking out the window. Been here a few weeks. You said haven't you? Uh, two months. Two months. Okay. Yeah. Um, And there's lots of peace. Yeah. There's wisdom can arise. There's yeah. all this stuff going on. And then um, I have an interaction with someone. Mm. And then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe I'm criticised. I don't yeah. like being criticised. Um, and then, you know, there's there's a sense of self that then. Yeah, yeah. Um, meditation, mm. reflection, mm. sitting, yeah. tends to dissolve that self. Yeah. So now, not meditation, mm. awareness in the moment. Yeah. Cutting in earlier yeah. in the whole process. Yeah. That's the that's the plan, is it? But in in <laughs> Moment to moment awareness, 
stopping arising yes. suffering. All, uh, uh, stopping the arising of suffering. All, all of that um, the the in, in the very clear um, communication is a, a delight to listen to. And as you say exactly, when there's less problematic things going on, using all the resources that we do, the genuine sense is that there is greater awareness. As there's less I, me and my going on there, as to the degree that that gets less, in fact, awareness gets clearer. Mm. To the degree that the sun stops obscuring the cloud, stops obscuring the sun, the sun shines brighter. Mm. And the same principle arises and there's not all this going on. Then sometimes, of course, you see, somebody says something uh, to you and uh, some of the old mind is there, so it, it grabs onto it and the self really thinks what said is important. Mm and forgetting it's just <coughs> words travelling through the air mm. so what? Mm. but one forgets that and mm. so then the awareness comes in helps to dissolve any of the suffering and difficulty that goes with it the issue, the words fade away and the awareness <coughs> is well established but all of that awareness supported with med- meditation supported with uh, Wisdom helps establish the awareness, but the awareness is not just for a means to live well and clearly in this world. There's something about awareness itself (coughs) which is significant. And that's where we cannot do anything. Because we make uh, a gap, mm. we want to try to manipulate or do something there. So, in your language there, you could say the path or the plan. Yes, dissolve egotism in, the, in its various phases and forms. Help to soften, lighten the mind, feel at ease with it more and more. And joy, etc., that may come, but essentially, it's helping this awareness to stand out much more clearly. Mm, mm. Well, the Tibetan is called rigpa, brightness. Mm. No sense of brightness, but awareness. Forgetting activities of objects, of mind and body and persons, and etc. What do you sense at the moment for you as the core issue? What's the, what's the essential interest right now for you? That motivated you to come and sit here. Is there's a sense that this awareness is only partially revealed. Mm. There's, a, there's something here, there's a me-ish, yes. there's a me or something mm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's somehow in the way. Yeah, all right. All right. And, and, and I want that awareness revealed. 
The view, when it's subtle, the view can be uh, the feeling, the sense of me in the awareness. If that, the idea that that's in the way tends to provoke the wish to get rid of. Okay. And then you think, ah, if, if the sense of me, me, me dissolves or fades or drops away, then the awareness will be much more clear and will be much more illuminating. Yeah. Yeah. That's it in a nutshell. In a nutshell, absolutely. What I've been thinking. And therefore there is still enough wanting, mm-hmm. enough desire to want to dissolve or fade or get rid of something mm-hmm in order for something else to be much more illuminating, okay. revealing in some way or other. Okay. Even that subtle wanting is still wanting. Okay. And the very wanting to reduce the me is the me. It's the strength, yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's the me. It's, it's the me, yeah. Mm. And as a researcher, one thinks, oh, the one thing is something good to get rid of the me. But it's me who's wanted, there's no other one thing. (laughs) And this means that somehow, if we acknowledge the awareness, as you're uh, doing so well, it will require rather unconditionally the acknowledgement of the me that goes with it. Because any little rebellion will be me doing it. Yeah. Awareness doesn't do it. Yeah. Awareness doesn't can't do that. Awareness is just revealing. So any little and movement it doesn't matter what you I mean you can say you can use the word acceptance, yeah? Mm. But there's an acceptor. Exactly. Any, any, any the, Yeah. You're on the horns of a dilemma. Yeah. Any, any, anything, say, oh, I, I should accept. Okay, so we sort of come back to the dilemma at the beginning. Mm. Go on. So, currently I don't feel any clearer other than this yeah. sense of the, you know, the subtlety mm. of the me, mm. all of that stuff. It's like a, the, the me wants to put, wants a, a, a to-do. Yeah. It wants a to-do in the coming weeks and... Of course it does. Yeah. Of course it does. It's going to get there. Of course. It, 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 it. And you, and you can just go on and on and on. Exactly. In, the me in is just wants continuity, wants perpetuation of itself. Yeah. <coughs> so, if you can get yourself to do something, then there's a feeling of, oh, I'm doing something. Mm. But there's an awareness that's just saying, just a minute. Mm. 
there's some wisdom in the awareness. It's what I've been I've been following the plan. I've been doing this for a while. I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> so there's there's a, there's a wisdom that says, well, am I just going to keep doing the path, or is there an interest in non-continuity? Non-continuity. Hmm. Of non-doing, of non-progress, of non-developing. Mm. Mm. I don't know what that is. The <laughs> I cannot know yeah. because it's interested in its survival. It's interested in its own perpetuation. Though it, though it um, can have the idea that it wants to dissolve itself yes I know whatever but, but it's, it's a trick yeah <laughs> the eye is a great deceiver it will keep us going forever on the idea yeah, yeah. itself yeah yeah so it's very mischievous the eye so the awareness keeps shedding light on all of this then a duality keeps arising me to not me mm-hmm. doing to not doing and when we begin to drop all of that duality mm-hmm. when we begin to ask ourselves about continuity Mm. practice, power, mm. doing mm. something and we begin to question that as you are doing of course it's going to bring up discomfort mm. Mm. it's uncomfortable it has to be uncomfortable because the me is going to feel uncomfortable what am I going to do? I've been here for weeks now what am I going to do if I've got nothing to do? Mm. so the discomfort is a natural response mm and rather, rather healthy one. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.